Hello there. You're listening to Manufacturing Tomorrow, brought to you by the Ohio Manufacturing Institute at The Ohio State University. I'm Katherine Kelly, your host. Today, we are speaking with Steve Phillips, owner of Phillips Precision, located in Boylestown, Massachusetts. Founded in 1997, Phillips Precision has steadily grown its machining capabilities to develop innovative products for the marketplace and short to medium-sized part production for their job shop customers. Steve is the inventor of the Pitbull clamp, which is a work-holding clamp for machining, and the inspection arsenal and laser arsenal lock-and-load system involving quick-swap fixture plates. Prior to Phillips Precision, he worked at Bose Corporation as a model maker and at St. Gobain Abrasives in Norton as a machinist. He has an extensive background in CNC machining, inspection, geometric dimensioning and tolerancing, and computer-aided design. Steve, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. Would you provide our listeners with an overview of Phillips Precision? Uh, How has your company grown over the last two decades? Well, Phillips Precision is a little different than than the average job shop. Um, We we kind of think of it as a manufacturing laboratory. you know, we, we machine complex parts. We design innovative uh, manufacturing solutions. Um, you know, when it's in support of our, our product line, which, you know, our product line is, is, uh, has really kind of changed our business. Most, most job shops don't have a product line. They're more dependent on, on uh, other companies sending them prints to, to quote and to, to uh, manufacture to their specs. My wife and I, uh, Kathy, uh, own Phillips Precision, and we both came from small companies and large companies. And what we did was we took what we liked about both, because both have good things and they have their bad, and we took the, the best from both worlds and, and brought them into our own shop. Um, you know, we, we like to train our employees. Uh, and we like to train all of our employees, not just a select few, and then have, you know, you have your your highly trained experts and then all your floor drones you know we don't we don't do that we try to get get everybody educated and 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 try to keep a team that can th- can uh, think on their feet um, which is again it's it's not like a lot of job shops um, so we can take and develop a new product very quickly um, and a great example is uh, we had um, a job that we we were running in the early days and we had to kind of um, slow our feeds and speeds down because of the, the clamp that we were using uh, that was available at the time just wasn't wasn't doing the job for us so uh, we got a little fed up with it we said you know what let's just make our own and we went to the drawing board and literally an hour later we had uh, a first working prototype and um, at that point we realized we were on something big. Uh, you know, it, it, this clamp, uh, the Pitbull clamp, um, from start to finish, you know, as far as the, the, the overall work and design, took about an hour, and we were able to hold parts uh, with a really low profile. It's got the highest rip-out force of, of any clamp in its class. And because of this, we were able to actually increase our feeds and speeds and um, really, really kind of... Uh, improve what was already out there so uh, but what took an hour to, to come up with the, the basic design of it took took my wife Kathy uh, three years of back and forth with the uh, patent attorney and so the easy part was the invention the hard part I thought was the uh, was the getting the patent and all that um, but since then we've we've developed an entire work holding system 
and uh, that's that's the inspection arsenal and also the laser arsenal because it it works for both you know inspection and and uh, getting work on and off the machine quickly um, and and it's it's really widely accepted throughout the industry now it's really it's really growing legs so given your uh, the discovery process that you went through um, you know, what recommendations would you offer to manufacturers on, on how to incorporate that into their business practices, you know, um, you know, whether they're a job shop or, or another uh, small manufacturer? I would say the easiest way to, to, um, to do this is to, to look for waste. You know, observe and listen. Um, don't be afraid of, of taking risks. Don't be afraid of taking that step back. You know, a lot of times when I've worked for, for different companies in the past, some of the older school companies, they just, you know, you hear that, that mentality of, listen, we've been doing it this way for 50 years. Don't, don't change things now, you know. And that, that stuff just drives me, drives me crazy. Um, so I like to be able to, to just, you know, take the step back, look at the, the you know, the 30,000-foot view and say, all right, listen, we can, we can make this better. We can improve upon it. And it might be a little bit painful for a short period of time, but then when it's done, it's like, wow, why didn't we do this before? You know, why did we wait so long? You know, and so that's, uh, you know, I think in a nutshell is, is, you know, what people can do. And it's, and it's, it's almost always well worth it. It sounds like your team has that uh, entrepreneurial spirit o- as well. Oh, yeah. We, we, try, we try not to... Uh, squelch anybody's ideas. We we like to encourage people to come out with ideas and and kind of play off of them and 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 work together as a team to to come up with these these uh, really creative outside of the box solutions. Uh, your company prides itself on being uh, high tech and engineering driven. Um, how do you achieve the pace of larger companies, and especially at a time when um, we have a lot of new technologies coming on board and, and the, the manufacturing environment is rapidly changing right now? So how do you keep pace with that? And Well, uh, Kathy and I both came from large companies. Uh, Kathy worked at, at, at Digital Equipment Corporation. She, she was in the, um, the uh, di- Digital Technical Journal. She worked with you know, I mean, she was on the bleeding edge of, of, of that industry, and um, uh, she worked with some pretty amazing people, and, and, and Digital had a really good um, vibe there. Ken Olson, when he owned it, he just, he, he, he just had such an open, um, an outstanding way to, to run a company, and she kind of took that with her. Um, I worked at, at Bose Corporation. Uh, it was my last job before we started our own business, and uh, I worked with some some pretty amazing folks. We did, uh, you know, we did things like you know machining headsets and and um, all kinds of new uh, products. And we would bring products to market with breakneck speed. They would they would come into the shop and say they'd say, hey, we need these these parts, and we need them, you know, we need them by the end of next week. And and you know, we'd say, oh, how do you how are you going to do this? It's this is crazy. It's, these deliveries are unrealistic. And 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 we managed to do it, and, and, and I, so I learned there, you know, how to do it, you know, through technology, through, through just, you know, workflow and, and this and that. So, you know, so both Kathy and I were, were subjected to a lot of technology, a lot of, you know, software and just staying up on the latest, uh, looking for trends, that kind of thing, and, and uh, we just, you know, just brought it with us. Uh, speaking of trends, what are some of the trends in machining that you're following? 
Well, uh, obviously, uh, to me at least, the the uh, additive machining or additive um, three, uh, 3D printing is really changing quite a bit. It's uh, we have a 3D printer in our shop, which helps us develop uh, new products very very quickly. So we can just you know come up with an idea, just do a down dirty 3D print of it. Uh, and to get some quick answers for, for the customer. Um, but the metal, the metal 3D printing is just unbelievable. Uh, we've already, we've already uh, had some of that done for us. Uh, and it allows you to design things that you, you, have, you don't have to have any uh, concerns for machining whatsoever. Deep, deep pockets with square inside corners, thin walls. Um, and so, so for, for creating fixtures uh, for, for inspection. It, it just allows us to think way outside what, what we're comfortable with. Uh, so I can see maybe someday when the prices come down and the technology is improved, I can definitely see one of those uh, in our shop. Uh, also, robotics is, is um, just, it's just huge. And, and there's a lot of opportunities there. I know a lot of people are afraid, you know, oh, robots are just going to take our jobs. And I, I'm looking at it like, wow, there's a, there's a whole uh, new field of, of things that we can do. We can take our, our lock and load uh, quick swap plates, and, and it's perfect for robotics. So we're, we're actually working um, on, on partnering up with the company to, to get a job uh, going with uh, a robot in mind to, to load and unload a CMM. Oh, that's excellent. Hmm. Uh, how do you partner with uh, manufacturing organizations like the uh, state manufacturing extension partnerships to speed innovation? Well, we've we've partnered with uh, MassMEP, um, and we've done a lot of um, you know we've we've done a lot of grants with them um, for you know GD and T value stream mapping. We did a so when we when we built our our new building that we've been in now for about ten years. Um, they helped us do a, a Kaizen plant layout. Um, they've done a lot of a lot of um, different classes for us over the years, and and, uh, and they'll do them right in the shop. And 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 it just kind of helps you get up to that next level because a lot of times you can't see the forest through the trees, and and you know they can they can bring all the latest greatest um, you know. Uh, uh, programs to the shop and, and, and really help us get to where we need to, to, to go. Um, we also like to work with uh, uh, the uh, local schools, the trade schools, um, you know, the, the, the local community college. We're, we're both on the advisory boards. Uh, we try to stay, stay in tune with them. We try to keep them um, you know, up to speed, and, and, and you know, and sometimes they, they'll, you know, feed us information. So that's a, that's a really good thing to do because now you're, you know, you're helping them out, and then, you know, we're able to show these kids, you know, what direction to go into and what the opportunities are. And down the line, when we're, we're looking to hire, we have a, we have a great line of, um, you know, pipeline of, of uh, young talent to, you know, Come, come into our shop. Well, let's dig into that a little bit further because, I, 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 as I can tell, you're passionate about it. And I know that that Kathy and you are are promoting manufacturing careers, and you're you're, you're trying to help with the credentials for machinists in the state. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit more. 
um, you know, in, in terms of what you've been doing in that arena? Yeah, uh, yeah. We we being on the advisory board, we're always trying to look for for a way to help promote manufacturing. I, you know, I, I I'm actually at the at the trade school right now in their in their studio that I that I graduated from, uh, and uh, I'm, you know, again, I'm on the advisory board. And I really I really have a, a a special place in my heart for for this place and for for other trade schools because I know. <laughs> I know exactly what it's like to to be that that person that doesn't. I'm not a. I'm not a. I was a, a lousy student, and I, you know, I I really excelled in, you know, mechanical things and and hands on and, and and stuff like that. So so you know, we're we're always trying to stay in tune with 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 the school and and trying to help them uh, go to the right direction and 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 maybe steer kids into. Uh, this field if if it's the right field for them um, but in doing so we we uh, we also work with uh, mass MEP and some of the some of the higher-ups there and we're trying to figure out a way to to get uh, help pave a path for kids to, to to get out in the industry and to make them more valuable to the employers and to, to have the employers understand who they're hiring and what they know because you know, a lot of times you hire somebody and they, you know, they'll say, let's say you, you hire somebody and they're a class A machinist. What does that mean? Nobody seems to know what that means. But with this, this MACWIC program, um, they, um, there's level, leveled credentialing and it, and it goes all the way from very, very basic math up all the way up into engineering. So, so it'll go up into the, you know, follow them and right into college. So if you hire a kid that's a, a level one or a level two uh, MacWick um, uh, credentialing. You you know that this that th this student achieved uh, you know X amount of of um, classes and 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 has this certain knowledge, um, and it, it means something. And 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 in order to do this, you really have to you have to pass the test. They're not gonna they're not gonna take the bar and put it on the floor and hope you don't trip over it. You have to <laughs> pass that test, you know. So so um, you you know what you're getting. And and you know a lot of the other trades, um, plumbing, electrical, you have to have a license, right? But it, but in machining, you don't you don't need to have a license, so you don't really know what you're getting. Uh, and this really helps. Uh, and, and this all started right the, the very, very first meeting for MacWick took place in our shop, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, one of the other things, too, that we, that we like to do is we like to, um, you know, have kids, students come from, from uh, the trade school here, uh, come up to the shop, do a tour. We, we like to, you know, Kathy and I, you know, we're, we're cheerleaders for manufacturing, and, and we like to... Um, you know, bring the kids up and talk about all the opportunities and look around, look around the shop that, that we have. And, and Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a trade school graduate, you know, I'm nobody special, you know, look what we have, you know, look at this, this shop, this, you guys could do this. There's nothing stopping anybody from doing this. So, you know, uh, we also like to bring in the, the seventh graders because, you know, in seventh grade, you're starting to think, all right, we're, we're going to go to high school. Um, you know, so rather than just kind of keep them in the blind and, and they just they just go to the regular in-town high school rather than go to a regional vocational school like, like Assabet here where I am, 
um, it, it really kind of allows them to, to see what goes on inside of a manufacturing uh, facility. So they, because most people don't, I mean, in, the, in their lifetime, never, never actually go inside of a, of, a, of a machine shop or any kind of a manufacturing facility. So a lot of times students will, you know, will go off to college or something like that, and then they'll stumble into a machine shop and say, wow, how, how did I not know about this? You know, and geez, I would have been, you know, this would have been pretty interesting, and maybe uh, my career path should have been this. This is, this is pretty cool, and it happens all the time. Well, it sounds like even though uh, it sounds like you're extending uh, manufacturing day to every day of the year, do you participate in manufacturing day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, they have uh, tech night here at Assabet, um, and we usually get out, we set up a table, and we'll bring some of our wares and, and uh, talk to some of the kids and, uh, you know, just show them what we do and talk about the opportunities and um you know, uh, I, I'd say one of the biggest stumbling blocks can be the, the parents because they, a lot of the parents have this preconceived notion that, um, you know, geez, I, I, don't want, uh, I don't want my child to, be, to work in a machine shop or, you know, and, and I want him to be a doctor or a, a lawyer or something like that. And, and, and really, the, you know, the opportunities in, in this field are just so wide-ranging. It's just it's, it's unbelievable. And the shops today are so clean and so high tech. I mean, f- really, for the most part, I, I'd say if if you were, you know, a young engineer, um, you know, a mechanical engineering student, and you wanted to to get into the, to manufacturing, you know, y- you could because the equipment is getting so so complex. Uh, you need a, a, a higher education to be able to do this, and and machinists are making huge money right now because right now right now there's such a huge shortage if you go into any machine shop right now and look around most machinists have gray hair and um uh, me included and um you know there's so much opportunity and and machinists can almost name their price right now especially if they can if you can program a four or five axis cnc uh, milling center or a turning center uh you're going to be you're going to be a very very busy person um in, in inspection, um, what an amazing field that is to get into. I mean, I've been into some, because of our product line, we work with a lot of inspection facilities. And, the, I mean, these are laboratories. And, and why wouldn't you want your son or daughter to, to work an environment like that where it's super clean, high tech, uh, very, very, um, it, it's just, it, it's, it's right on the cutting edge of, of technology. You're right there. And to me, it's just, it's crazy how people could, could shy away from that or not even want to look at it. You've grown from two to 18 employees you know, at a time when, as you said, machinists and related manufacturing positions are in high demand. I know, how is this active involvement in the pipeline benefiting the quality of your workforce? Well, because, because of the, the, the type of shop that it is, um, I've been in a lot, of, a lot of job shops and a lot of them are you know they're dark and dingy, and and you know they have this, this um, like I said earlier, you've got you know a few highly trained people, and then everybody else is just a you know a, a floor drone, and um, you know because because of the type of shop we are, we we have um, again we have a thinking a thinking uh, team. They all everybody can think on their feet, make decisions. Um, you know we've. 
We've got Pandora playing. So we have this wide-ranging genre of music playing in the shop. We've got uh, flexible hours. Um, we don't have start and stop times. People can come and go as, as they need to. Um, you know, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy punching in on a on a clock when I when I went to work, you know, for other companies, and and we kind of thought, you know, we'll give it a shot, and so far it's it's been good, um, but because because the type of shop that it is, and we and we're involved with with the different schools, um, people can take a look at us. We've we've had um, positions open on uh, Indeed, and we have people. Uh, you know, they, they scope out our web presence. They check out the shop, and they say, "Wow, this place is this place is different. This is a this is an interesting place." And then they come and they check it out, and they just see, you know, the the um, the opportunities and and the the atmosphere, and they say, "Wow, this is I want to I want to be here. This is where I want to work." That's great. What's next for the company? Well, um, so we've. We've gotten to the point now where the product line is really taking over the business, um, so we're gonna we're gonna need to um, try to position the shop so that we can um, accept that. Because obviously, if we have a product-based business, um, that's that's huge. That's I mean, most most job shops would love to have that. So uh, we want to be able to focus on more product um, and probably just um, trying to position the shop so that we can get more product out faster. Uh, we may have to take a 30,000 foot view and, and really look at the shop and uh, uh, take a look at um, what's out there for technology and machines and, and software so that we can get more work through the shop uh, faster with uh, less, less headaches. Well, I wish you the best of success on the transition, uh, whatever you decide to do. Thank you so much, Steve, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me.